Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au. Predict Australia's score with a crystal ball. And it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals. All thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply. G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005. Now, fun was had in Abu Dhabi because Max Verstappen won his very first Formula One World Championship in, well, we'll just say sensational circumstances. One man who, like me, watched and stayed up in the early hours from Speed Cafe's Matt Koch. He joins me right now. Hello, mate. Are your eyes hanging out of your head? Tell you what, they are absolutely needing uh, toothpicks to hold them open at the moment. I haven't slept. Um, Neither have I, yeah, pal. Neither have I. <laughs> I couldn't. I, I said to the early, I said I started and went, oh, Lewis is going to run away with us. You know, gets out of that like initial five, six second lead, and then then it all comes back. And I said, oh, I just had to watch it. So, before we talk about the last part of it, how would you sum up the season? It's been extraordinary. You know, we're lucky in that we're in an era that we've got unparalleled access to to the way that Formula One now works with the way Liberty Media has sort of opened it all up in, in recent years. You know, we've got like what Prost and Senna was back in the late 80s and early 90s, but we've got so much more insight now. So we're seeing firsthand, up close and personal, that sort of battle. So it's, it's one of those rivalries that this was the first year of it between Max and Lewis, and it, it sort of germinated way back at the start of the year in Bahrain with that battle that they had there and then manifested itself overnight in, uh, in Abu Dhabi. But it's developed all year. We've had a, a, a ringside seat every step of the way as that's become you know, a little bit darker and a little bit more niggly as the years worn on. So it's, it's been fantastic. This is what sport is. It's, it's red versus blue, your team versus my team. Pick a side. It doesn't matter which one you're on. This is what sport's about. It's adversarial and it's brilliant. Is there one particular race that stood out for you this season? The British Grand Prix for me, I believe, is a turning point. Uh, specifically, the clash between Max and Lewis at Cops on the opening lap. Yeah. Ultimately, put uh, Max Verstappen in hospital, had some knock on effects in terms of engine penalties. But that's the point where it went from a friendly rivalry almost out-and-out war. The, the battle at that point spilled off the track and drew in Christian Horner, the Red Bull team principal, and Toto Wolff, the Mercedes team principal. Suddenly the teams off track were involved and that was the point at which things got properly serious. Everything after that, for me, drew back to that one moment and that one clash at Cops on, uh, on lap one of the British Grand Prix. And if I'm correct, he had a 33-point lead in going into that race, and that's, as you say, funnily enough, he was number 33 as well. You know what the standout for me was, and it's got nothing to do with those two. I was so happy Danny Rick won the Italian Grand Prix. That, that just made my year. I just so want him to be up the front of the field more. Yeah, he's an infectious sort of guy, and he walked into that weekend, and he, as soon as he went on track, he's like, yeah, there's something here. 
and he had one opportunity all year, and he absolutely maximised it. He's still not 100% on, on the McLaren. But yeah, he delivered what McLaren employed him to do. He's a race winner. There was a win there to be taken, and, and he did it. He, uh, he did it with that big, infectious smile. Uh, and then there was that message, uh, for those that thought I'd left, I didn't go anywhere. <laughs> it was brilliant. All right. What did you make of this morning? Uh, did... Did Mercedes get their strategy wrong, or was it just sheer as, as the commentary team or Christian Warner wanted? Was it the F1 gods doing their bit to help Max? It depends which side you choose to carve up the regulations. And it all comes back to basically if you're a lawyer or not. Um, Mercedes played the percentage game as the, the, the regulations are written. They, they did absolutely everything by the book. Verstappen and Red Bull rolled the dice because they had that freedom, they had that opportunity. Ultimately, whatever the rights and wrongs of it are, and ultimately the FIA has deemed that Michael Massey, the race director, got it right in uh, in allowing that one lap dash to the flag. Ultimately, Max Verstappen got the better of it. That, that gamble proved to be correct. Reading the regulations, and I must admit I've been poring over them since this all happened uh, all yeah. those hours ago, it's still not clear. You are really splitting hairs. So, yes, Mercedes can be hard, can feel hard done by, but at the same time, the racing gods have absolutely shone on uh, on Max Verstappen. That said, Max deserves the championship. Let's not take it away from him. He's he got to this point through a stellar year, as did Lewis Hamilton. Um, either of them would have been worthy champions. We've just got this little sour taste in the mouth at the end of it. Yeah, if you're an, if, if you're a Mercedes fan, though, that car was quick. That was really quick. Yes, the tyres were getting older, and Max took the gamble, but that was a quick car. I thought it was done. So the fact that Giovinazzi this brings out a virtual safety car, and then you get Latifi banging the wall and brings out what goes on, uh, it is it is crazy. But it's I think it sort of sums up the year, right? Just what we needed. Yeah, it was a brilliant. Climax. I mean, Netflix do this series on, uh, yeah, drive on, to on Drive to Survive. Yeah. They could just show that, that race unedited all the way through because it's got the, the highs and lows. You've got the drama on the first lap of the pass that Max Verstappen theoretically, legally makes only for Lewis Hamilton to run off track, maintain the position and the advantage and not get penalised for it. So there was drama from lap one. And that all settles down and it looks like Lewis is going to get away. And then mm. there's more drama at the end. It really builds to that... You know, operatic crescendo at the end. <laughs> well, I like that. And then we get this. Yeah, it's it's just had absolutely everything that you wanted in uh, in sport. And it was sort of a, a really condensed version of what the season as a whole was because we saw that roller coaster throughout the year. I mean, you mentioned that Max at one point had a thirty three point lead, and yet we went into Abu Dhabi and uh, even Stevens. So, yeah, it was a, a fantastic way to end the year. Uh, the height of drama is the sort of thing that it's a once in a generation of outcome and, and clash that they had. You know, the last one that was really like this was Adelaide 94 or maybe Jerez 97 between Schumacher and Jacques Villeneuve for the championship there that resulted in Schumacher being excluded from the championship. So it's, it's not something that comes along all the time. We do see final race showdowns, but nothing that had this sort of venom in it, and it was fabulous. So the big question for me is, those cars are now extinct, right? We've got brand new cars next year. All the barge boards are off. Uh, bigger tyres, they are bigger tyres, right? Well, same tyres, but bigger diameter. How's that work? Is that right? 18 inches, yeah, right? So, so 18 inch wheels. So the actual yeah. diameter of the tyre goes up slightly yeah. along with the diameter of the wheel goes up. Um, so sl- smaller side wheel. I've got 
underfloor aerodynamics versus you know airstream aerodynamics or the wings and things have theoretically less effect. Yeah, they're a simpler car hopefully to produce better racing by allowing them to follow one another more easily. Do you believe it will become as close as IndyCar? They'll have budget caps for teams as well. Do you believe we'll get as close racing as IndyCar or the big teams who have been developing all year will still have the edge? It will certainly condense and it will take a few years to get closer, but I do believe it will get towards what IndyCar is. It will never be quite that level because IndyCar is a spec series. Uh, Formula 1, there is, are still points of difference and yeah. points where they can develop the guys like Mercedes and Red Bull and Ferrari. They've got the infrastructure, they've got the personnel, they've got the, the draw just by courtesy of being who they are to attract the best staff. So the guys at the back, they're going to have to work really hard to try and make up that ground. I've got some, some allowances in the rules to try and in, enclose that. That part of that is uh, you know technical freedoms in terms of aerodynamic testing, but the budget cap is a big one as well. That brings the, the, the leading players back down to earth and also financially really solidifies the sport as well. You're talking about teams that you know were going out of business that in a couple of years are probably going to be worth a, a billion dollars or more. So it's the sport's moving in a really, really healthy direction. And next year will be exciting because it's a whole new generation. We don't know what we're going to get. We hope it's going to result in better racing. But on the back of what we saw overnight, I'm just as happily stay with what we've got. Oh, I don't know about you. I'd, I'd like to see it tighter. But when, you, <laughs> but, but, but when you look back over the years, nothing much has changed. You know, Williams, it used to be Williams, McLaren and Ferrari. And now we've got three different teams that are always at the front of the pack. Matt Koch, go and have some sleep. Thanks so much for giving us your time on SENZ. And uh, until next time, take it easy. Thank you. Matt Koch from Speed Cafe just running us over. Max Verstappen winning his first ever world championship.